Welcome to De-Stress Your Business, the podcast where we show you how to get incredible results in your business without constant stress. I'm Alexis Kingsbury, a serial entrepreneur and founder at Air Manual, and I'm joined by my co-founder and co-host, Paddy Mann. Morning, Paddy. Good morning. Morning. So when we last spoke, Paddy, if you can remember that conversation, we discussed the eight levers that business owners can pull to improve their cash flow. Now, these are covered in our ebook, which is the Business Leader's Guide to Improving Cash Flow, which uh, you can download at airmanual.link forward slash cash flow forward slash ebook. Uh, and we'll share that link in today's show notes. Uh, but we then talked about how you can use these levers. And the approach that we shared was to use the uh, eight levers to review the current situation in your business and the opportunities to tackle cash flow issues, uh, then prioritize those improvements, deliver each of those improvements, and then systemize each of those improvements and systemize regular reviews to make sure that it's it's ongoing. Today, we're going to talk a bit more about steps four and five there, systemizing the changes and putting in the regular reviews. So assuming that perhaps you've addressed some of the initial uh, painful issues. So Paddy, why are those steps so important? Why can't we just make the changes, improve cash flow and move on? Yeah, hopefully the way that you asked that makes it a little bit obvious. Uh, and I guess <laughs> most of us will be aware of it at a kind of a deep level. You just try to ignore it. And it, essentially, it's mm. the difference between fixing a crack in your foundations with duct tape or steel. If you if you fix it with the duct tape, then great, it might help for the next few months, but it's going to uh, break and the same the same issues will crop up. And I'm, I'm now remembering my uh, university days where I did the entire, we didn't have wireless back then, so you had uh, network cables going all around the house. And I managed to do it very tidily for the whole house by duct taping it above everyone's doors across the whole house, which worked literally for a few months. And then slowly it started to peel back. So I duct tape more and slowly this mountain of duct tape above my door where I'd also duct tape the router. Slowly kind of leading over you like some growth out of an alien film. Anyway, um, with anything that affects your cash flow, then if you are putting in these quick time solutions, but not systemizing uh, a way of reviewing it, of continuing to uh, make sure the same improvements happen again and again, then you're literally throwing money away. Um, yeah. And the impact of throwing money away, you're going to hold yourself back in terms of your growth. You're going to greatly increase your chances of having similar cash flows in uh, cash flow issues in future, uh, at which point you're going to have a deja vu and you're going to go back and make the mm -hmm. same fixes. But while the fixes might work again, it's kind of, it, it's a bit late. Because at this point, you've already thrown away a load of cash, which is causing you to have these problems. And you're going to end up having to make uh, more rash decisions and uh, decisions that you didn't need to, that you could have avoided um, by by being more proactive and by putting systems in place to uh, protect yourself going forward. And it's stressful, right? Like, it, you know, it feels like it's sort of the, the spinning plates of, uh, of your business where you're um, in general, that is the nature of it, where you're switching from, oh, you know, my bottleneck at the moment perhaps is marketing. So I fixed that. And now it's sales. I need to sort out the conversion. Okay. Oh, but now I've got a delivery issue. I need to sort that. And oh, but now, you know, I've got admin and business infrastructure and whatever that needs sorting. And you kind of switch in. But cash flow is one of those areas that when it strikes, it creates such a derail for your business. I, I remember a business mentor of mine saying that, um, you know, uh, not making a profit is like cancer for your business. It will kill you eventually, but not immediately. A cash flow problem is a heart attack. 
And I think that's the problem is that when we're talking about keeping your cash flow sorted out long term, you need that to be in good shape because otherwise a heart, the heart attack can suddenly kill your business or even the preventative measures the, or reactive measures that you need to take in that compressed period of time can be so stressful for, for the business leadership, for the, for the employees, and as you say, can result in lost money and you having to make rash or, or painful decisions or whatever. So you kind of want that not to be something that you have to react in quite that knee-jerk way. But on the flip side, on the flip side Personally, as a business leader, I find a lot of this stuff around cash flow quite like tedious. It's you know, it's, it's things like you know, reviewing pricing and reviewing oh, can we reduce this and redu- reviewing our costs and so on is does not fill me full of excitement, and I'm very unlikely to prioritize it automatically above things like you know, oh, let's do this new marketing campaign and let's create this new product or whatever, and um, particularly when cash flow isn't a problem. So that's what we're talking about, right? When we're talking about systemizing the improvements and systemizing regular reviews, this is about how do you put it into your business so it happens regardless of whether you're forced to or excited about it and to do so in a way that doesn't feel boring, stressful, annoying, irritating, right, whatever, right? So is, is that right? Like what, what, what do we really mean by it when we're, when we're talking about systemizing those things? Yeah, I love the way you've put that because uh, I, I know you to be someone who Careful. loves running <laughs> a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I, I know you someone to be someone who loves running businesses and yeah. you love breaking it apart and working out how to put improvements and so on. Yet even you don't love doing a review of the prices. Oh, yeah. And as someone you know if you, if you were to um uh look at look at the world and say you know the, the only uh the only reason that businesses exist is to essentially make as much money as they can for the for the, the shareholders and re- reviewing your prices is one of the easiest things you can do one of the quickest things you can do to make uh make more money make more profit for your business and yet we we yeah we hate it because it, it is a chore yeah. it, it makes us uncomfortable it fixes so many problems. It, it solves so much stress, but we struggle to associate it directly with uh, adding more value to our customers in, in some of the way, uh, like making an improvement to your product or improving the communications. When we talk about marketing, it's often about getting better at educating to help people solve their, their problems. In the long run, it definitely does help because having more money means we can afford more people. Mm. Which can, there's all sorts of ways that it, it does help, but nonetheless, it isn't something that we naturally uh, go towards and go, oh, brilliant, Monday, gonna crack on into the pricing review. Great. Um, so when we're talking about how to uh, systemize that, um, both the, the doing of it and, and making sure it's regularly reviewed, it's absolutely about putting processes and checklists in place and, and making sure that it happens regularly, even though you might not look at it as something that you would choose to do because if you don't it will ne- never happen so pricing is a is a is a great example it's an example of something that most businesses do uh, nowhere near enough um it's something that really you should be reviewing at least once a year if for nothing else it's because inflation is happening uh, constantly mm-hmm. so if you're not touching your prices then 
simply making charging less real money for for what you're doing but there's loads of other reasons you're the value that you're uh, delivering will normally increase. You'll have improved your product, improved your uh, processes. Your competition won't necessarily be sitting still. Loads of reasons you should be reviewing it each year. And so systemizing that would be uh, creating a process for how you do that review. So going, okay, we want to uh, look at our existing pricing. We want to look at the uh, what's happening, inflation, comp competition, and so on, and decide whether we're going to increase, increase our prices. Um, having a, a system to make that happen. So a, a checklist to follow, uh, someone who's going to be responsible. To make it a regular review, we want to make sure there's a clear cadence about how often it's going to happen. Uh, I'd say at least once a year. Um, but for certain businesses, uh, particularly younger businesses, then frankly, reviewing every three to six months is no bad thing. You may say, right, you know, you start your review and go, no, we're actually, we're happy. That's okay. You've done it consciously rather than just gone, I don't want to think about it. Those are two mm -hmm. very different things. So we've got the regular review around making sure that um, uh, this one area, this one lever that we can pull is is happening. And then there's also the systems generally to, to be doing a, a finance review and be aware of potential cash flow uh, challenges that are coming up. So you, you can get a clear picture of uh, what's our current state of health are there any big uh risks issues coming out has the health essentially already started to drop in a worrying direction and you can then be proactive uh about making changes and doing deeper reviews again um uh, rather than waiting until the pain hits yeah i love that and uh, we'll, we'll dive deeper into that example of room, room pricing because i think it works as quite a nice nice example and so i'll I'll come back to like what good looks like there. But I think, as you say, it's it's about having those regular reviews in place and having that regular process. You know, for, for many businesses, they aren't doing a cash flow forecast, for example, and that's a, a useful exercise that you can do, but it needs to be done regularly. It's not something that you do and then leave for three months. Um, that a creating a 13-week cash flow forecast is something that needs updating every week. It honestly wouldn't happen if I had to do it in the business. Um, I've I've had periods of uh, leading businesses, uh, including ours, where I have needed to do a cash flow forecast. But my focus and uh, my personality, and also the nature of my roles in the business, mean that I'm just don't. I, I'm often uh, often fail to kind of keep those things up. And so having someone else <laughs> who has a responsibility and a process that they follow every week to update our cash flow forecast and then take some actions accordingly including like raising the alarm or you know providing a summary and so on is so valuable and that's just like one uh, area and there's loads of areas that are covered in the ebook of different processes that um, can be helpful in your business to do this but having that those as you say those systemized processes and reviews that mean that that you're not having to think, you're not, or you're not having to motivate yourself to, oh, yes, we need to do this. And then you're not having to really think about too much about the how of doing it, because otherwise it just becomes this big thing. Like, how do I review and update my prices? That's huge. Whereas actually, when you start slicing it down, it then becomes a series of steps that you can follow. And in fact, even better that someone else in your team can kind of lead and follow. In our case, a finance administrator who kicks off the process and kind of manages it and then pulls information from different people to make those decisions. And I think that that's really important because if you leave this stuff 
it's so much more painful when you then come back to it too late. And uh, you know, there are various business leaders that that I know and the clients of ours and work with, and so on. Where when we've talked about updating pricing, <laughs> often they'll say something along the lines of, "Oh yes, um, we probably do need to update our pricing, but I mean." you know, how do much do we increase it by and so on? They'll do a review and maybe the answer is like 15% is what they need to reduce it, uh, increase it, right? And so they'll say, well, I can't increase my prices 15%. You know, my clients really won't like that. It's a big, big increase. And so well, when did you last update your prices? Like, oh, about three years ago. It's like, well, so hang on, that's three, like you haven't updated your prices in three years and now you're doing an only 15% increase, you know, essentially, I mean, it compounds and so on, but like, less than 5% per year uh, uh, increase uh, is really what's um, what, what you're doing there. And of course, the market would have been likely to cope with a less than 5% increase every year. But it's just that you've not got around to it for three years. And that's why it feels painful. And so what normally happens is that business leader makes a decision to hopefully update their prices and not leave it, but they'll update it by, you guessed it, 5%. And, and then leave it another three years. <laughs> And it's that's the mistake, right? That's the that's the tra trap that you get stuck in because it is true that when you go to a customer and say I'm increasing the pricing, there are certain levels like 15, 20, 25, 30 percent that feel a hike. And there are smaller levels that don't. And the key is doing it frequently enough so that you don't have these massive hikes, particularly if you haven't got a really good reason, for, you know, that a good value reason for doing it if you're not you know, from your perspective you're just going well costs have gone up my salary costs have gone up and so on um if you're doing it and you know if you're making let's say a 30 percent increase in pricing you really want to be able to attach that to and or because we're giving you all this amazing value if you're just doing it because you haven't updated your prices in six to ten years um then that's a, a really difficult message and, and actually results in a lot of effort right in terms of managing that comms so Let's take let's go further with that that example and and um, and what it uh, or in fact let's go wider like what does it look like for a company when they're doing a great job when it comes to kind of systemizing uh, their uh, uh, their improvement and systemizing regular reviews? Yeah, <laughs> all right. I could speak all day about pricing, and I know actually we've planned a, a, a sub subsequent uh, episode to really uh dig into how to do a, a review there because it's such yeah a, we'll go step by step right great uh yeah it's a, it's a great example of of how to do this how to systemize it and one where we know that most business owners will kind of look at it and go yeah i'm i'm not doing that and um it applies to me looking wider then so what does it look when a company's doing a really great job um essentially this is something that builds up and mm. If you do the duct tape solution each time, then nothing builds up and you, you just have a fire that goes off and <laughs> a constant fire which turns into a, a blaze that's threatening your home uh, every is that, uh, year Is that what happened with your duct tape eventually, is it? <laughs> 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 that's why it burnt down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shush. No, um, <laughs> so... Uh, over over time, if we if we're not going for that duct tape approach, and we're we're putting these processes in place, then you start building up great systems across your business because cash flow um, ultimately it, there's so many different parts of the business that it relates to, um, and I can give a few few examples. So, improving your cash flow, uh, one of the things that you might be doing is going well. 
there's great opportunities in our sales and marketing process to be selling more, to be selling higher value goods, to be upselling more. So you're improving your sales processes. And then if you're following our guidance here, then you're also systemizing those improvements uh, and any reviews to continue systemizing improvements. And so your sales processes are getting better and better. And you're over time documenting and, and training your team to, to work to a higher standard that brings in more money that way. In another area of the business, you could be improving your HR processes, uh, which could be helping to retain more employees, uh, yeah, retain more of your employees to get better results with more junior employees, uh, all sorts of actions you could be taking that as well as improving well-being and, and your satisfaction and joy at work could be greatly reducing your people costs. So your HR systems will be getting better and better. And, and uh, over time, you'll have more and more uh, documented and individual processes will be done at a deeper level. Um, when you start looking at employee churn, you know, it's all sorts of things and the performance management and one-to-ones and onboarding and recruitment that over time, you'll be taking small actions, but it will build up. Uh, and then, of course, there's, there's you know, in any area of the business, but there's plenty of finance processes too. So uh, a monthly review of your uh, profit and loss will be a really useful activity to help you identify any unexpected costs or subscriptions that you should have cancelled. Uh, you, you think your personal uh, collection of uh, Netflix and Disney and so on is uh, causing a bit of a pinch. If you look at all the software as a service subscriptions that you could uh, find if you haven't reviewed your profit and loss recently to see actually where are you spending money. And then there's plenty of other uh, reviews that you can be building up and doing regularly in your finance department. Uh, we do less frequent reviews of how to reduce uh, insurance payments um, by comparing the different providers. We uh, do less frequent ones of how to get better interest rates or how to take advantage of tax rebates. And they're all all of these processes which are now in place and for us happening routinely uh, at cadence we decide which might be monthly or yeah. quarterly or annually have been put in place following a review like this kind of starting off and going okay where are we feeling uh, pain where are the opportunities prioritizing some of them putting those systems in place and then making sure it's not just a duct tape which we then have to reinvent the wheel and do it again we've put a system in place so that that thing doesn't happen again. And that takes us in a really, really healthy place. And in the in the ebook, which you can download at airmanual.link uh, forward slash cashflow forward slash ebook, uh, in that ebook, we've uh, literally got 60 odd, more than 60 examples of processes of checklists, task checklists you could be putting mm. into your business, either introducing them as a way of standardizing things that are, uh, are best practices that help to you to sell more to reduce your costs or improving your existing ones and just working through those areas over time taking as inspiration and and building this muscle that's where you get to a great business because essentially you get to this point where all of these systems are in place helping you to optimize the cash that's coming into your business to optimize the protection of the cash from going out of your business and leave you in a really healthy place. Yeah, I love that. I think um, <laughs> there's a, a few thoughts that come from that. So one is uh, utilizing the um, momentum that I think and the motivation that you get when you're fixing cash flow. Like right now, if cash flow is a challenge for you, use this as an opportunity. See this as the this is an opportunity for you to fix a load of um, uh, issues in your business and in make improvements in your business that are fundamentally going to change your cash flow picture and reduce the stress and all these sorts of things. 
but also use it as an opportunity to systemize these things so that going forward, you've got these improvements and not just the impact on cash flow, but as you say, examples where you improve your sales process that increase your average deal value or your conversion rate or, or a, a retention rate or whatever. You want those things ongoing in your business. Use this as the, as the motivation, the momentum to get those things in place while you're interested enough <laughs> to do it before you move on to other areas of the business. The other couple of thoughts that come is that when we're talking about the systemization, some of it we're talking at the higher process level. So for example, the many businesses listening to this will not have weekly cash flow forecasts, will not have a pricing review process, will not have a uh, effective uh, process that they use for um, uh, paying their suppliers on a fortnightly or monthly basis rather than paying them basically whenever the invoices come in, right? So there's at the process level, there are processes in you that you should have in your business that mean that you're not having to re work reactively and uh, good cash flow decisions are built into the fabric of how you work. But also there's those next level down, those details, those little changes in the the standard operating procedure and the detail of the checklist that make a difference too. For example, it's the, at what point do you ask the customer to make payment? How do you make it possible for them to make payment? How do you revert, follow up, chase if they haven't made payment or they're not able to make payment at that point? Those little decisions, those little bits of wording that the salesperson might use or the how it's followed up, make a huge difference in the round in terms of how quickly you're getting cash in from new customers and as a result, your cash flow position. Those little things, you want that embedded into every part of your business. You want, don't want that to be something that you have to remind your team to do just when things get hard. Because um, I've seen so many times businesses that, that we've worked with, uh, occasionally seen it in ours, but the nature of the businesses we've tended to run together um, particularly so the nature of the software businesses we've run, we haven't tend to have high um, accounts receivable, i.e. people owing us, um, although uh, it did exist a bit with our uh, consulting business, is that I've seen it over and over again, uh, uh, particularly for other businesses I've worked with, where they they do a real concerted effort to reduce their account receivable down. They 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 spend the time, like get the team excited about it, maybe even put on a whiteboard of a target, and they get that value down, i.e. get people paying. And then they take the off the ball, they move on to other areas, and over time it creeps up. And a year later, I'm pointing out the same thing on their balance sheet to say, wait, why is that high again? <laughs> why is that now three months when we've got that down to three weeks? Um, and that's all about the systemization. So thank you, Paddy, because I think we've really explored how do you go from making the duct tape, the, the, the quick improvements, to turn that into something that not just reduces your uh, cash flow issues and prevents cash flow problems in the future, but fundamentally allows you to make improvements to your business that stick, right? And I think that's that's really, really powerful. So thanks for sharing that. Uh, as mentioned, we've got the cash flow ebook that both contains more guidance on this, the eight levers, series of questions you can use to identify improvements, and also uh, a long list of processes and guidance around those processes uh, that you can use uh, in your business. Uh, you can find that ebook at emmanuel.link forward slash cash flow forward slash ebook. Um, I'm also doing a uh, an Ask Me Anything, an AMA session uh, on cash flow where 
where I'll answer any questions that people have got, uh, at, where you can find out more and register at airmanual.link forward slash cash flow forward slash webinar. Uh, and feel free to send questions, post them on social media, etc., to feed into that uh, if you're not able to make it live. Um, but otherwise, uh, thank you, Paddy. This, uh, we've, we've delved into lots of different areas. One thing that occurs to me, though, is that for some, for some people, they'll be looking at what we've talked about and thinking, I haven't even got the time. Like, I haven't got the cash <laughs> and I haven't got the time. I don't know how to, I'm even going to find time to read this ebook. And if you're struggling to even find the time to look at improving your cash flow, ah, oh, then you need it more than anyone else. So um, do check out a weekly webinar that uh, we run on how to free up 15 hours per week. That's basically like nearly two days a week of your time to be able to work on the business rather than in it. Uh, and ultimately, it'll also help you unlock growth. And I'll, I'll share the end-to-end -end approach that we're using that uh, to help you do that. You can find out more and register for the next one at airmanual.co forward slash webinar. Uh, otherwise, uh, before we close out, uh, if you've got if, uh, value from this episode, please do share it on social media. Please do take a minute to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. That'll help us a lot. We'll hugely appreciate it. It'll also help other people. You know that there are people you know that are really struggling with cash flow right now, and it could be life-changing for them if, if there is some guidance from uh, this or other episodes that we've done that could help them, that could seriously have an impact on their lives. So please do help them out by sharing it. Uh, and uh, and ultimately, you know, we'd love to help more people. So please do do that. Um, otherwise, thank you, Paddy. Uh, but for everyone else, until next time, have fun.